In 2013, 6D Helmets forever changed the way we think about motorcycle safety helmets. With its patented omnidirectional suspension system to help absorb rotational impacts, the original ATR1 helmet swept through the industry and was received with open arms by riders and racers alike. The new 6D ATR2 and ATR2 Youth are even better than the original and carry a limited three-year warranty and a unique technology that allows the helmet to be rebuilt after most crashes. Visit 6dhelmets.com for more info. Hey, welcome to the 6D Helmets Kickstart Podcast. We're doing the uh, Red Bull Straight Rhythm Wrap-Up Show. Um, we're here in our beautiful Lake Elsinore, California offices. Michael Antonovich and I are joined by Alex Ray, who uh, made it into the final, or made it into the program. Mm-hmm. But you had the bad fortune of being paired up against the current Supercross champion. Yeah, my odds uh, weren't looking too good whenever uh, I seen the bracket there. But, uh, you know, those guys, they're riding good. Obviously, Cooper Webb, he's the champion, like you said, right now for Supercross. And uh, we were a little bit underpowered um, <laughs> compared to the uh, factory 300 KTM. 50 cc's underpowered. Yeah, yeah. Maybe even more than that. Who knows? But, uh, you know, hey, we got through it. We had fun. Um, you know, we uh, did everything we wanted to do. And mm-hmm. uh, and like I said, it was just a, a great time, great event. Eric Pernard always puts on an awesome event. And, uh, and yeah, man, we just got in there, mixed it up with, you know, with those guys, and uh, it was fun. Mm-hmm. So, Anton, you were shooting photos. Not was, really a fun event to shoot, is it? Because they're going straight. I pretty much stopped at one point. I'm just like, this is over. I can't I, do anything. When I shot Friday practice, the only cool photos I got were over the, the reset walls because the guys would scrub them. Mm-hmm. The most uh, entertaining part of shooting that was as I walk with a camera on the media lane and I have the same security guard asked me six times, can I see your pass? And it's like, well, bro, you just saw me here. You saw me here 20 minutes ago. And yet there were like 10 people that hopped the fence that were standing in the media lane. He never stopped. I'm just like, mm. eh, whatever. Um, if we could have been five feet closer, that would have made a world of a difference. Yeah. But it's like great for a guy like Garth that gets to stand on the side of the track and great for Red Bull. But for like the normal person, you're just like, yep, sick. Yeah. This is not that fun. Well, so it's Red Bull's event. Red but Bull can like, put their people in there. And, and like great for them. Yeah. <laughs> for us, it was just kind of like, oh, they're straight on. You get to shoot them at the side. Okay, <laughs> cool. And now I got to wait again for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't know. Still, I think uh, I think it was a cool event. This year was the I think the best for a rider. It's so to. much fun, by the way. Sorry, is it? But for a rider, it has it's, to be. It's so much fun. Honestly, I, me and the guys were talking. We wish like we could work something out with Pernard or Red Bull or something to where we have like a three or four race season in like the off season, like but in between outdoors and supercross. Mm. I mean, whether it be only two strokes, four strokes, whatever, it doesn't matter. I just think this is an awesome event and it's just something fun to do, you know? Yeah. I think the two stroke element is what makes it fun. Don't you think? Cause yeah. it, it would have been way more serious on four strokes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It'd have been super serious. And we'd have been jumping some big stuff. I bet, you know, so it's a little bit hard in that aspect. We'd be going so fast if we were on four fifties. So, yeah. I mean, that, that's a good, good thing. We're, we're on two strokes. Is it weird for you as a racer to go, I shouldn't do this now, knowing that you could probably do it any other time? Yeah, I mean, Hanny was doing that one, mm-hmm. uh, three, four, three in the middle there, and uh, everyone else were just like, nah, yeah, we're like, we're good, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, uh, like, I mean, because me, I didn't have much faith in the, 
I mean, I had faith in the dirt bike, but I didn't know if I had enough power or not. Mm-hmm. Just because I, I, from lack of riding the two-stroke um, mm-hmm. here lately, I just didn't know. I didn't have much faith in myself or the bike to to hit it and time it like mm-hmm. you know how he was doing. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, man. Um, but those guys were given or they were giving it on those freaking three hundreds and two fifties and heck, I don't even. They were ripping. Yeah. I mean, whenever you come to an event like this, you know, it's usually it's kind of mellow. You know, last year it was pretty mellow. I mean, you had the TLD guys and then you had like the factory KTM guys um, last year. But this year you had the TLD guys, you had factory KTM, and then you also had factory Honda in the mix who brought out their 2007 (laughs) factory Honda 250. Yeah. Yeah. Two of them for Kenny and then. Cole Sealy, he also had um, a factory, factory engine. engine, factory engine as well from '05. So, mm-hmm. and we had at one point we had Jason Anderson as well, but he scratched because his bike was a little sketchy. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, that's two strokes though, man. You got, you got to, you know, you got to feel that bog out. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to Jordan Troxel, uh, Kenny's mechanic, and he's like, "Jesus Christ, you know, like you got to rejet it when the sun goes down. You got to rejet it when it gets colder." Mm-hmm. You know, multiple times during the day. And I think, <laughs> how many people did you see running up to Mitch Payton with their bikes? Dude, yeah. Asking for him to hold them wide open and I diagnose. Thought, I thought someone done won the championship again because they were just revving their bikes all day. Just, ah. Yeah. But, mate, we, hey, we didn't miss a lick the whole day. I didn't yeah, touch didn't my bike. Yeah, you didn't jet at all. No, we didn't jet ours at all. Luckily, we had uh, Jungle the other day. He was, uh, Jungle Jim was out there tuning the, the carburetor at Paris for him. Yeah. You know, he was riding Maybe, the vet track. Maybe the bikes get harder to tune as they're more modified. Oh, it has to be, yeah. It's got to be, yeah. More sensitive, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, okay, so I remember the first straight rhythm when they had it out on the parking lot. The drag strip. It was ungodly hot that day and, you know, walking around on the black asphalt. But, like, I didn't think the very first one was that cool, mostly because I was so hot. Mm -hmm. But I think of all the ones I've been to, this one was the coolest and had the best atmosphere it's got the and, best atmosphere. And a lot of yeah. crowd. It was a big crowd. Yeah, it was a very big mm-hmm. crowd. I think the stands were full. I mean, at least it looked like yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, it was good. I think it would be the the best thing about it is you can go into the pits at any time and see you guys just doing whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's awesome that it's all in that one straight line underneath those canopies and everybody's there. You know, a guy gets off the track and then they're just hanging out. It's yeah. not like there's this big, I'm going to go hide in the rig or do anything like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, okay, uh, well, I mean, Kenny top Hartraft in the uh, in the final. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of I, I, I thought Hartraft was going to win. I still yeah, I think Hartraft was the best guy um, on Saturday. Uh, he well, I mean, obviously he didn't win, so he wasn't the best guy. But I think that he was the fastest guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he those he, last two he runs, qualified P one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those last two runs, he just uh, he just boogered up a little bit. He came up short on the step up, and then uh, you know he. He messed up in a little a little spot in the rhythm section, but um, I think eliminate those mistakes, he he wins all day. Mm-hmm. Was that step up like the hardest obstacle on the whole track? It was funky, man, because like you want to like go into it with a lot of speed, but you're braking at the same time. But if you brake too much, you would come up short. But if you hit it with a lot of speed, you would go too high. Mm-hmm. So it was just finding that little happy medium to where you're like coasting and not on the brakes, but yeah, you had to like turn down a little bit. And it was so steep, man. It, it was like a step-up face. It was inverted almost. Mm-hmm. So that was um, the one that was the earliest. Yeah, one, the right? Gator Pit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That it, 
It might have been faster for Travis to flip it. Yeah, dude, he was like, <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Um, you know what I noticed, and I didn't think about it until just now. Think about every other year where Red Bull like has qualifiers or whatever, and there's a straight rhythm practice track. Nobody had that this year, except yeah. for Travis. Travis had one. He did. Yeah, he had one in Maryland. He built one. Oh, okay. But yeah, you remember like Milestone had that yeah. that one time, and we're just like they're gonna main people out there. And yeah. Then Paula had one Paula for a couple one, years. Yeah. But like to not have that is it hard for you to memorize all that stuff? This year, I don't think it was as bad. I did it a couple years ago, so I sort of knew um, what I was sort of getting into. So um, it wasn't that hard this year to memorize. It's just some of the walls um, were built a little bit different, so we had to like I had made sure I had to look ahead and everything like that because mm-hmm. they were built a little bit of different. Some were a little bit steeper than others. But uh, remembering the rhythm, it wasn't that bad this year. Years past, yes, because there was more – more jumps Mm -hmm. i think this year um being it having it as two strokes they didn't have gnarly rhythms like that and then the whoops at the end weren't that big Mm -hmm. um they get a little bit edgy but um it wasn't it wasn't too bad no to memorize Mm -hmm. i remember 17 i was like i was like i don't remember the track at all you did that on a 450 and 17 though right yes yeah 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 so um Tyler Bowers was telling me <laughs> he was stressed out about breaking his bike in half. Oh yeah, you know, you have to. You be. know, five hundred is not meant for supercross, and he was checking his uh, checking his frame after every couple of runs. I yeah. think he also welded some braces on that frame as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Before when he was building it, he mm-hmm. braced it up. But yeah, but still, man, that's a <laughs> lot of hard landings and stuff like that. I mean, you're when you're trying stuff on Friday. I mean, you're casing stuff, coming up short. You're going long. You know, or if you miss your rear brake over one of the walls like I did, you're launching that thing to the moon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you do like what uh, Catanzaro did. Catanzaro did, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of hairy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I didn't even see it the first time. I had to go out to the parking lot to get something, and I just heard the whole building just scream. And I'm like, oh, man, I missed something. And then I came in. I'm like, what happened? What happened? And there's no replay. And then I saw it yesterday, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, he had been doing Supermans all day. He was used to it by then. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Superman's hill clickers, freaking rodeos or whatever you call them, all kinds of stuff, can cans. Yeah. So we were talking about at lunch. Do you think that Hart Raft got a little bit? Do you think his mistakes happened because he was nervous that he's racing Roxon? I mean, I think he, I think yeah, I think he was a little bit nervous. Um, I don't know if it was because he was against Roxon. It's just it, he might have just been nervous, mm-hmm. just in general. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think. And honestly, I think it was good for him to to do this race, you know, mm-hmm. and, and race with you know go guys like that and Roxon and see himself be considered one of those people. Yeah, you know what I mean, like the guy. Yeah, because this is the probably the biggest stage he's been on. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's done supercrosses and stuff like that, but no one's ever paid attention. Yeah, to this level. Mm-hmm. And as that's day one of your ride with this team, and they want you to be a champion this year, mm-hmm. that's huge. Mm-hmm. And he's stepping up to the plate for sure. Because man, I don't know if you guys seen him go through those rhythm lanes, but mm-hmm. he was like toying that KTM 300 mm-hmm. like a bicycle. Mm-hmm. Dude. Well, he's a big boy. Yeah, I mean, he is. Well, he's not big. He's tall. He's tall. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's tall. Yeah, so what did uh, what did he think of his old Evil Knievel outfit? Your buddies with him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I, think, <laughs> I thought it was sick. I, we text back and forth, uh, you know, and uh, I was asking him, hey, man, how many buses are you going to jump today? <laughs> or, you know, I was like... <laughs> Like, I sent him a picture of, like, Evil Knievel's big, like, Indian motorcycle. It's like a 
700 or something and I, then i sent him a picture of my jr80 you know yeah <laughs> or like a picture of a jr80 like comparison like to the 300s and the 250 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know so it was all it was all in good fun he liked that kit though man his helmet was sick he had it his was. little like his name in cursive on the side and everything like evil did and and i thought i thought their scheme was was good mm-hmm. i think he should have ran a cape or did Evil can Evil? He didn't jump with the cape though, huh? He just mm-hmm. did it. Just his, did the wheelies. He just with did him. the wheelies yeah. with it. Yeah. Still, he should have had the cape. Yeah. I think. But uh, so I liked so, his kit better than than the Fowler kit. Yeah, the Fowler kit was. I mean, it was cool because Ricky likes golf and everything. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, I wonder how many like fans in the in the stands understood that. My, I didn't. My chick thought it was Ricky Fowler for a minute. Now she had had a couple Red Bull vodkas, <laughs> so yeah. But she's like, ah, I didn't know he was that good. I'm like, God. It. Like, are you serious? Ricky Fowler's sick. Dude. I just stopped texting her for a little bit. I'm like, we're I gotta ice you out for a minute because this is just gonna get dumb. Yeah, <laughs> he came straight from the course, dude. He's he was hitting yeah. balls all day. Like, you know, style-wise, uh, good-looking kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Troy told me that Fowler is gonna wear that jersey on one of the holes at the next game that he plays or something. That like would he be has approval cool. to do it. Oh, like, that's pretty. The big. golf people are gonna be going. <laughs> Why is Fowler wearing a long sleeve T-shirt? Yeah, not, why is he wearing a pickup understand. kit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they may not understand. So okay, so Hanny got third. He was I, pissed. I really, yeah, pissed. I really, really thought we were going to see Hanny in the final. Yeah, I thought so too. With that rhythm he was doing, um, it was a lot faster. It was like a second and a half faster because mm-hmm. I mean the rhythm we were doing, um, it required a lot of time and timing, and you were going up. And his, it just looked like he was just driving forward the whole time with that last mm-hmm. triple out. Um, yeah, you know, he was fast all day. Um, I thought he was going to win, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, kudos to Kenny for zapping him in the whoops at the last second, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, because he was ahead, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah, and he jumped past Kenny yeah. with that with that combo he was doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he was he was really frustrated. Like, afterwards, I was like, hey, that was he good. Changed. Like, What's he changed. He, he changed out of his gear before the third place race. Oh, Hanny did? Yeah, he was yeah. over it. And then some people had to talk him into going back out there and racing for third. Well, because when oh, I watched that last one, I'm like, hey, did you, like, was the clutch fading or something? He's like, no, I just got rattled. Like, I just started thinking about it too much, and then I made a mistake, which then made me make another mistake, and then that's what happened. Mm. Yeah, man. When you're going straight, you can't be doing that. That's what <laughs> happened to me. Yeah. So, Hanny, though, he, uh, man, he, t- he, uh, he told me that he bought that bike from Kerry Hart and it had grab holes and everything cut in it, and, uh. I think he was misinformed. He he told me actually in a little video video that we did on YouTube that it was Hart's backflip bike, you know. But then I wrote that, and some some comments were like, "No, Hart's backflip bike was much older than that." Yeah, know? Hart's backflip bike was in one, but then mm-hmm. he did have another one. He had when he did X Games, he did a white one, and then he had a different one. So there was like a more recent generation of that bike too. The one when he got busted off. There was a busted off one, and then the year he landed it. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that. I was like, man, why would you get rid of your backflip bike? Yeah. That thing like that changed the that that moment like changed the game forever for mm-hmm. freestyle motocross. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't. I would have. That thing would have been a yard ornament. In my yard. Yeah. Dude. Well, the Saquon Casino down in uh, San Diego, they did when they started sponsoring the team, they did this big party where it was going to be like the centerpiece of this bar. And one year we all went down and we're like, Oh yeah, that's badass." And then the Oops. next year they did the same party again to say like, yeah, yeah, we have this bike again. And we're like, yeah, we saw it last year. So sick. <laughs> but yeah, it, I think he still has that first one from the Providence from the gravity games. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's got a, uh, I believe it's got a trans roll motocross sticker on the side panel upside down from when he was writing the column. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah. So Handy got that bike. He went and bought it, mm-hmm. and uh, he was trying to decide where to where to, where to take it. And he called Mike Gosser and said, "Hey, uh, should I take this to Mitch or like the Bills Pipes guys want to do it?" But like, I don't know anyone at Bills. What's your history? And and Goose told him, "Oh, Bills Pipes is the way to go because you know they they were really instrumental on some of our titles at Team Honda." And uh, so he took it over there and. Jeff Springman got into that engine and tuned it up, and that thing was run like a skull. Yeah, he dog, didn't. Dude. He, Hanny didn't mess with the jetting all day. Yeah, he didn't touch right? his bike. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny to think like you and Hanny didn't have to mess with your jetting, and yeah. then you see other guys. You see, like the factory Honda guys, they were ripping stuff apart and mm-hmm. everything. Like they were like, mm-hmm. they were serious over there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so Hanny he got third pretty easily, right? He topped Ricky Fowler, mm-hmm. two in a row. Yeah. 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 No, that that's the one where he messed up. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. What happened? Why did he have his hand up? Uh, he said he like just made a mistake and got <laughs> rattled going in, and like when he went to go get ready for the gate to drop, he just like freaked out and then put his hand up to like reset, but they didn't see it in time. Oh. So then Pierce did his run, and then they came back for the third one. But like I thought the clutch like went out because you could see the bike like kind of lurching, and I told Dominic, I'm like, yeah, I think he probably fried the clutch after just clutching it all day, and he's like, no, I just got frustrated. Mm. Mm. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. So then, uh, 125 class, mm-hmm. Joey Crown. Yeah, Joey. On, on mm-hmm. the, uh, was that a KTM he was on? Yeah, he KTM. was on KTM. And it was a 150, or you think it was really 125? No, 150. Yeah, it was, it was a 150. Sure a 150, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, yeah, probably all on 150. He was wearing the uh, Louis Vuitton purse uh, FXR gear. That's good looking gear. You know, that's, that's good. I, I was talking with Andy White this morning, and I was like, look at this kit. I sent him a picture of me riding it. I go, you notice that the red on the back of the neck makes it look like you're wearing a scarf? And he goes, oh, I can't unsee that now. And then he's all, oh, that's the stuff Crown wore to first place. And I said, yeah, but I look better. <laughs> he agreed. Yeah, that I uh, I actually seen that stuff, the FXR stuff. It did not look bad at all. Yeah. It's they have sick. some good stu- good looking stuff this year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Catton Zero was second or he was third? Catton Lee, Zero Lee. was third, third, I think. Third. Lee was second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. L-E-I-B, Anton. Yeah, don't think of anything I before E or any of that. Yeah. You, just, you see that first thing when you wake up this morning, and you're just like, <sighs> yeah. Hey, man, I, yeah, I can't say nothing about spelling because I can't spell a damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, Swap always makes fun of me. I'll get a text after I post something on Instagram. I'm just, I just butchered the thing. <laughs> I'm like, dude, <laughs> I'll, I'll edit it, and it'll be wrong again, and then I'll edit it, and it'll still be wrong, and then I'll have to. Wow, it does look like you have a scarf on, huh? A red mm. scarf on my neck. Mm. Oh, you yeah. look like Anton. <laughs> I don't wear the <laughs> bright colors. Oh, you don't wear the bright clothes? Okay. <laughs> black so, scarf. So let's talk about the bike a little bit, A-Ray. So, okay. um, you know, it's it's two-stroke timeout. Well, we had a lot of fun with that RM125. Yeah, we did. That uh, Aki and Kevin at Suzuki built. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of fun with that. Um, I think that's you riding that RM125 is one of our biggest videos on YouTube, I believe. And, uh, yeah, man, it, that thing was such, such a fun experience to ride. Um, I spent a lot of time riding a 125 when I was growing up, mm-hmm. um, just, you know, pretty much cause we couldn't afford the four strokes, you know, at that time. And, uh, and yeah, man, whatever, any, t- any chance I get to ride a 125 or a 252 stroke, it's, it's so much fun, man. I just, I take it all in. Mm-hmm. So you kind of had the two stroke fever mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah. 
went on old Craigslist and found a bike? Yeah, it was actually a Facebook Marketplace. I found a guy. Oh. Uh, there was a guy selling a uh, 2003. It was listed as a 04, but it's a 2003 RM250. Um, he was in Huntington Beach, and so I got the thing for about 1800 bucks. Hmm. Um, it was in really, really good condition. I mean, we went and rode it at Paris, and uh, it <laughs> the didn't ECC have the ECC graphics. The ECC graphics. Um, it had no knobbies on the tires. They ran it up and down the road. But uh, other than that, man, it was it was a super clean bike, and uh, yeah. So I I hit you up. I'm like, hey man, like I bought this thing. Should we? You want to like do a story or something on it? So uh, you were you jumped on board, and then um, we got uh, Jay Clark involved, and uh, mm-hmm. we started building it. Old Dirt Bike TV, J. Dirt Clark. Dirt Bike TV, Jay Clark. You know, and uh, we used a lot of his sponsors, uh, some Swap Motor Live sponsors, some of my sponsors, um, and uh, just really built this thing, and it came out, like, way better than I expected, you mm-hmm. know? Um, you know, so shout out to everyone who helped out with the build. Uh, it was amazing, and I uh, probably couldn't race straight with him without all you guys because, you know, I mean, it's hard to find parts for something that old, you know, and mm-hmm. there's only a few amount of people who still have those parts or or still make those parts for, for bikes like that. So, yeah, thank you guys. Yeah. You know, Jay uh, helped me build an RM250 up mm, three years ago, two yeah. years ago, and I was really excited when I got it. I was like, oh, this thing is sweet, and I rode it a couple times and had a lot of fun on it, and then I raced the uh, two-stroke world championships on it. And by the end of the day, I was sitting there in the pits, and I was like, man, I felt like I could die at any second when I was racing. That Just the way you have to ride the 250, right? You just right? got to pin it, dude. Yeah, you can't relax like on a four-stroke. And so, like, I didn't like that intensity. So, I was like, just for, for fun, I wrote, anyone want to buy this thing on my Instagram? And I sold it within, like, 20 minutes, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, even that day at Milestone, first day, uh, we rode uh, my bike. I had two or three guys come up and offer to buy it. Really? After straight rhythm, yeah. Nice, yeah. So yeah, yeah. when you uh, when we rebuilt it, when you first got on it, like when I first got on mine, I was revving it. You know, like a nice Suzuki feels real throaty, like yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, I got on the track, and it felt so familiar, like putting on an old shoe. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, it's still like even when you take an old bike and you rebuild it and you make it as bitching as it could possibly feel. Mm-hmm. Feel to me, mine still felt like an old bike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did yours have the same feeling? It did a little bit. Um, it was actually kind of weird it felt more of an like an old bike whenever i rode it on outdoors at milestone it felt newer whenever i rode it on supercross really yeah it was more like snappy and it just it felt like i don't know it just felt fun yeah Yeah. stiffer yeah a little bit you know i mean it wasn't well i had supercross suspension on it so it definitely felt stiff um but it just felt you know nice and tight and just good now what did you feel like a rider of your caliber, right? You're so you're riding an O three bike mm-hmm. on a supercross track and a motocross track at a real high rate of speed. What did you feel as far as like take take the engine out of the equation, right? Mm-hmm. What did you feel as far as like suspension progression and chassis progression on a modern bike versus riding an old bike? Well, I just felt like, you know, the bike is a lot lighter for one, because yeah, it's a two stroke, yeah. you know. But uh, for the most part, just seeing how far the suspension and everything has came has come mm-hmm. from then, it's it's crazy. You know what I mean? Um, that that fork on that uh, 2003, I don't think it's one of the best forks yeah. they made in that in that time. But uh, I mean, for the most part, I mean, 
it it wasn't too bad. I mean, mm-hmm. the shock shock worked pretty well. Um, set up for outdoors. Obviously, we had Enzo suspension, so I mean, that guy he could. I mean, that's your that's your little your big brother. So I mean, he could make anything good. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, he said he wouldn't. Did he just put stickers on her? Did he no. actually valve it? <laughs> he valved it. Okay, all right. But he said he wouldn't. Uh, he wouldn't. He he declined when I asked him to valve for Supercross, and that's how you ended up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Finding with the A-kit, A-kit yeah. stuff. Was that did the A kit guy that sold it to you? Did he come up and talk to you? Yeah, he had and a mullet. And did you slap Still. him and say, "Dude, the shock didn't fit," like you said? Um, no, because I didn't know at the time, but the 2003 shock compared to like a 04, 05, 06 mm. was a lot shorter. Okay. So I think the shock would have worked if my bike had been a couple years newer. So that shock might work on the 06 that I'm building. Okay. Right now. Yeah. I have two stroke fever still after straight rhythm. Heck, I have another one. I have yeah. two of them. Yeah, you bought another one the other day, right? Yeah, I did. 800 bucks for this one with no frame numbers. Yep. We won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, big shout out to uh, Scott Bennett at Showa for yeah, thank helping you. with his project. Mm-hmm. He took uh, took the A-Kit shock and I think he hand built the clevis for you and made it work. No, I think he just had an old 2003 shock on the shelf. Did he? Yeah. Okay, because... Talking Boy was talking about hand-making something. Yeah, I think he was going to have to. He just had to sort of see what he sort of had laying around or something Mm. like that. But, yeah, I mean, the shock worked amazing. The suspension was good. I don't think we touched any clickers. Mm -hmm. Uh, We we messed with fork height and sag, but, I mean, that was about it. Yeah. The stuff was good all day. Yeah, I got a question for you. Okay. Okay, so our buddy John Anderson at WUSA. He uh he built those wheels up for us. He did the uh, Cerakote on the hubs. Yeah. Made it look the magnesium color yeah. wheels, right? Looks super cool. So sick. Laced them up. I'm willing to bet that even through all the break in and the straight rhythm, your spokes are still tight. Dude, every time he's built a set of wheels for me, you never have to touch the spokes. Never have to touch the spokes. I mean, like I'll check them, but I'm like, dude, there's no point because they're they're. Yeah. Perfectly fine all the time. I mean, those guys over at W, they know exactly what they're doing with wheels. I mean, they do that all day. That's their spe- specialty. Mm-hmm. And uh, they do an amazing job over there at W. I mean, yeah, and never. not to mention, they're, whoever they're using for Cerakote, I know he's not going to give up his source because that's his dude. <laughs> but those hubs look sick, man. Those things yeah. look so good. Um, with the, what you say, mag color, the magnesium yeah, color, magnesium and then color. with the with the yellow gold wheels, mm-hmm. um, it just it just set off. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, so um, then we did the Polysport, like, upgrade Re- kit, yeah, restyle upgrade. kit. Yeah. So I like it. Chase Chase doesn't like it. I'm not too big of a fan of it. Just See, I like the shroud and everything, but I think the only thing that's iffy is the rear fender. Yeah, the rear fender uh, rear fender's sticking straight up. If we could figure out a way to level the rear fender out, I think it would look good. But yeah. the rear fender kind of kills it. But the side panels are a lot smaller and more modern. Looking. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I like the big old side panels. You know, I I was yeah. looking at Adam's bike, 7 That's Deuce Deuce, and it, it, it looked really good. It looked nice, clean, and mm-hmm. like sort of, I don't know. I just, I like the old style too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you, uh, were you kind of hoping to line up against Deuce Deuce in round one? Um, I don't know. I would have liked to do a couple runs with him. That's yeah. for sure. You know. Yeah. How did practice work? Because. We During had practice, set, you're always with the same guy on Friday. I saw. Yeah, they had set uh they set up groups. Mm-hmm. Um, they had like the 125 guys would go first, and then they had a lot of 250 guys. Mm-hmm. So they split us up. Um, I think ten each practice, mm-hmm. 
And then, uh, yeah, unfortunately, he was in the second practice and I was in the first practice. But mm-hmm. we also had um, we also had Travis and Tyler Bowers in uh, both of those practices. So. Yeah. Hey, yeah, Anton, did you see how Bowers' times compared to the two videos? I didn't see really any times. We need to look those up and see. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'd have to say they couldn't have compared just because it's I, a bigger It'd have time. to be. Yeah, it'd have to be a little bit slower just because Tyler said I think that they were pretty close, man, because they were doing that 3-4-3, three, three, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that what Tyler said, he had to be really, really exact on what he was doing because if um, the power hit in the wrong spot, it would throw the whole rhythm off the rest of the way. Whop, that yeah. thing would just backflip. Hey, Ray, yeah. how did you get your helmet dirty if there was nobody in front of you? Oh, I mean, <laughs> I like the paint job so much because oh, I you had, wore it today. Yeah, I wore it today at the oh, test track. Oh, you wrote today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I wore it today at the test track. Um, this is like a Kevin Wyndham replica paint job style mm-hmm. that we got. And, um, you know, uh, Cordell Caro, Korsashi painted it up for me. Um, I had a uh, Kevin Wyndham replica Uriah helmet whenever I was growing up. And uh, I loved that helmet, man. Mm-hmm. But uh, my dog ended up chewing it up. So... Not no. Johnny, though. No, not Johnny. Not Johnny. Different dog. So whenever I, I was, you know, figuring out that I wanted to race this race, I was like, hey, Cordell, we should do a uh, Kevin Wyndham replica from mm-hmm. back in, like, 2003, some some timeline like that. So I sent him a picture. This was, like, the exact helmet that I had. And then, uh, so, yeah, he was like, dude, that's sick. Let's get to work on it. So we did that, and we we did a couple little, uh, you know, swap mode alive things, and then uh, – and then yeah, we put my my boy J Bone on the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my pup. Actually, that I mean, I didn't know about that until he dropped the helmet off, which I was stoked to see. Because <laughs> I, I think know, I uh, cool. so. You know, from the time I was hanging out under the tent at your truck, mm-hmm. J Bone had like an equal number of fans come by as you. Right? I mean, it's crazy. They're, everybody's like, oh, can we take a picture with J-Bone? Oh, my God, J-Bone. Breakfast with J-Bone. Yeah. Yeah, so everyone everyone likes my pup, man. I mean, he's he's just a cool, chill dude. Including <laughs> including the cowboy hat girl with the butt. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. So, actually, her boyfriend, you know, came and talked to me, and he said, you know, I'm so happy that you guys continued after Transworld got stolen from you by... American media. I'm glad that you guys did that. And he was very, he knew what was going on. So if you're listening, you need to hit us with your girlfriend's Instagram because we might have to do a pin up or something. Right? Did you see her, Anton? I just saw the photos no afterwards. Yeah, just the photos afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't J-Bone was loving it. J-Bone good for, loved it. Good for that guy. Yeah. So if you know, good for that guy. If you know the cowboy hat girl, good for her too. With the shorts. Mm. Yeah. Reach yep. out. <laughs> Heck yeah. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world. Period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. Hey everyone, it's Marvin Miskin from the Red Bull KTM Racing Team. Right now, KTM is making it easier than ever to get out and ride. Head to your local KTM Auto Rise dealer to take advantage of limited time offer on qualified dirt, street, adventure, and naked models, or check out KTM.com to learn more today.
Hi, this is 250 Supercross Champion Chase Sexton of the Geico Honda team. To get the most performance out of your motocross bike, make sure you're using the Yoshimura exhaust systems. Visit Yosh at Yoshimura-RD.com to see their wide line of slip-ons and complete systems for your bike today. Now enjoy the Swap Moto Live Kickstart podcast. Riders like Justin Cooper, Dylan Ferrandis, Eli Tomac, Adam Entingnap, Josh Hansen, and more partner with Works Chassis Lab for engine mounts and other special parts to add comfort to and enhance the handling characteristics of their bikes. With championships and race wins to prove it, Works Chassis Lab Parts provides the winning edge. Visit WorksChassisLab.com for more information. What do you guys think of this freaking 6D helmet, though, man? Look at huh? this thing. It's got J-Bone on it. It's a sick paint job. Yeah. Is you know, it? Is Swap Moto Live on there? And it didn't hit the ground this weekend? It, it hasn't yet. Yeah, it hasn't hit the ground yet. When you're, because uh, you do quite a few, this is like, what, second, third custom painted helmet? Uh, Yeah. When uh, when you're doing that, like, how much are you telling him this is what I want it to look like, or you just give him free reign? Um, a couple times I just told him to free reign. This is like the first time I told him I'm like, hey, let's do like the K Dub replica and, and stuff like that. Um, I like to be different. Um, so anything, I mean, he's he's an artist, so anything he says, you know, I kind of want to listen to him a little bit because mm-hmm. you know, I mean, hey, you know, he wants to have fun doing it, you know, and I think he does really really good work, so. I mean, I was just uh, – half the time I'm just like, hey, have at it, you know. Were you yeah. one of those kids that just freaked out every time you saw a custom-painted helmet in magazines? Oh, dude, they're so sick. Do you remember, like, the Skull Candy ones? Mm, those are sick. Oh, man, like yeah. like a kid – like, being, like, younger, you know, I'm like, dude, those things are so sick. And, like, the Travis Pastrana one I always wanted. I threw a fit whenever I didn't get it. But, I mean, every helmet Wait, I had – which Pastrana one, though? The, the M2R? The swirl one. Oh, the, the showy. showy, showy. Yeah, the swirl showy. I didn't like that one. You didn't see. I I liked it. I it liked like it. the end of a Looney or Warner Brothers. I think that was the that was like the point though. That was the cool part. I didn't but like the it. same year, it, they had uh, Travis Pastrana, and then they had the Greg, Greg Albertine. I went ahead and went with the Greg Albertine because it had like a tiger on there with like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I always yeah. liked. Uh, I liked Langston's M2Rs. The Zulu Warrior ones were always tight. Yeah, those were good. Um, the fit. My favorite, like anything MC did, was always good. Mm. I was always a K-Dub guy. I had like six K-Dub replica helmets you did. growing up, yeah. What else did he have besides this one? He he had a couple different colors of that one. There was like a blue one and yeah, a silver a one. one. Yeah. yeah, and then he had a couple of the showy ones with the, the tribal band type stuff. With the okay, road. yeah, yeah. No, wait, no, that. That was, yeah, no, he did. Yeah, that yeah. was the comeback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, he had several. And yeah, he's a 60 guy now too. 60? Mm-hmm. Winning. Wyndham is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, when he does ride, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, well, yeah. Well, he's with he's a Geico guy, though, right? Like, no, I think he's like just totally on his own. Totally now. on his own. Now? Yeah. Okay. So and uh, he doesn't have an Instagram. Everybody that thinks that that's his Instagram, it's not his Instagram. He's off oh, it's the not. grid, bro. No, off the grid. Like, they probably don't even have cell service in he Mississippi. He did for a little while, though, didn't he have one? Yeah. From whenever he, he was training it. before. Uh, for designations. Yeah, and then he clipped it again. Huh. It looked like Forrest Gump. Yeah, I don't blame him. Probably didn't get service all the way out there anyway. No. I wouldn't leave that house. Party in the pasture, baby. No service in that 43-bedroom house. <laughs> Man. I remember when you went to that. Like, was it you and Garth? Mm-hmm. Garth and I went. And I remember seeing that in photos, and I was just like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Yeah, remember the video, how long it was? Mm-hmm. The, the house tour video? Yeah. We and almost did, yeah, didn't his, like, parents live down the street? Like, he stayed yeah. in the same town. Yeah. Yeah. His parents, I think his parents... Where was it? I can't remember if the airplane landing strip was at his 
That was at his parents' house, mm-hmm. and he lived down the street mm-hmm. yeah, in the gigantic house. Man, the thing is, he just keeps adding and adding and adding. I'm like, dude, thing's big. <laughs> okay, so you did this. Did you want to go the full route, like I'm going to dress up like somebody, or was this like just enough? This was enough, I think. Um, I I honestly, I think it would have been fun to uh, do like a little bit of a throwback theme. Mm-hmm. But uh, we kind of didn't think about it. Till yeah, long. we didn't really even think about late. it. Yeah, it was sort of too late. I think we're, we might do something next year. Um, heck, who knows? Like instead of like Team ECC, we should do Team SML and have mm. like the green seat. Have a look like it. Yeah. yeah, green seat. You should yeah. do that. Should that we? would be good. Well, <laughs> let's work. Let's start working on it. Yeah, with a bumblebee. Mm-hmm. We use yeah. the bumblebee. I remember seeing that stuff and just freaking out. That yeah, was, right? That was good You stuff. wouldn't think that flow green seat would look cool on an RM, And that bright red. Mm-hmm. The bright red, too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember seeing them in magazines, and I just wanted to see ECC shop so bad. And now I live down the street from it, and I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, I'm sure Jared at Backyard could make that happen. You know, but Jared, Jared did the graphics for the bike, and I think mm-hmm. it came out great. Yeah, I thought they were good. And, uh. You know, for this race, I think you got a lot of comments on your Instagram. People were like, oh, O'Neal? Yeah. Because, you know, like, you actually, right now, at this point in the season, you're not under contract? No, no. Um, well, I, uh, I'm i supposed to – I'm contracted to do Monster Cup, I think, but uh, there's nowhere in the contract that said anything about Red Bull Straight Rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got the uh, – I, w- well, I was talking to Frank, you know. Um, Daddy Frank Kishar at O'Neill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because him and I are friends, and we were talking a little bit about the OGO commercial that we were doing. And mm-hmm. then, um, and then yeah, he's like, hey, so what's your plan right now? Like, let's do like a one-race deal um, for Rebel Straight Rhythm. I was like, okay, um, let me see if, you know, it's all right with uh, the team and, and with, you know, because I'm wearing Thor, obviously. So, um, so yeah, like I, I talked it over with them. I told them like, hey, like this is sort of the deal. And, uh you know, Dustin was okay with it. I talked to Thor. I reached out with them, and uh, they seemed like they were all right with it. Um, mm. And uh, and yeah, so luckily I was able to do like a one race deal with O'Neill for mm. Rebel Straight with him. So kind of surprised they didn't send you the uh, that old school crackle throwback kit. Yeah, I know. I don't know. What, I don't know what happened there, but uh, but the stuff they did send me, man, it 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 was cool. I liked I liked that colorway. It was like the black and blue. Mm-hmm. With a little bit of red in there, I think it popped with the helmet, and um, I think it looked good on the bike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did uh, went with Seven Deuce Deuce running the uh, K Dub graphics and number and everything? Did he have like helmet envy? Um, what do you mean? Like, like did he wish? Because like, oh, you had the K-Dub yeah, helmet. yeah, yeah. He's like, bro, bro, I need your helmet, dude. Let me use your helmet, dude. <laughs> I'm like, nah, man, my helmet. That's my helmet, dude. Yeah, you can. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, Anton, did you hear anything about, like, plans for Red Bull Straight Rhythm next year? Or, like, I mean, I there's always, it's, it's it. kind of like Mammoth. Oh, it's the last one ever. Malat said something last night, like, somebody's on their Instagram was like, I'm already thinking about what we're going to do for next year. And, and he's like, take a break. I don't really think that they're going to do it. Hmm. Like, if Jeremy is that open about it, and, like, he is the brains behind it in a lot of ways. Yeah. I could see them kind of slowing down because, really, what will you do? You know, they it would be great if they did do it. I wish that it could be a little bit more and like how they originally envisioned it when you went to the ranch for the first time and everybody was test running, like, let's take it to different areas because it could be huge. Mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, if they didn't do the two-stroke thing last year, it was going to be over. Yeah. They got another good two years out of it. If they do it again, great. I can't wait for it because this is like quickly becoming one of my favorite races of the year. <laughs> it's sick. It's mm-hmm. cool because, you know, you get to walk through everybody's 
I mean, fairly drunk, you know, and like it's a cool, like <laughs> laid back vibe. And then there's burnouts in the pits, and everybody's having a good time. So you got Ronnie Mack, and then you. you there get was a point when Weston and Pike and Ronnie were together, and I was like, oh my god, I gotta leave. Like this is gonna get way too gnarly, way <laughs> too fast. <laughs> and I was wow. like, ugh. But like it's a cool race. Now if it continues on or doesn't, you know, who knows? But that's good for Red Bull. They don't like to let things get too long in the tooth. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, I was, I, I was bummed that, like, you know, I was bummed Alex got eliminated around one, but, like, I was really bummed Villo did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that was lame. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to see him ride more, but he was okay. He's like, ah, I get to drink beer sooner then. Yeah. I think that that was probably the biggest thing for everybody was just, like, how, how soon do I get to keep doing this and how much colder is my beer going to get until I get there? Yeah. Yeah, he actually texted me last night. He's like, hey, bro. You got that, that that video of me casing that quad? I was like, yeah, I'll look on my GoPro. So I sent it to him, and he's like, oh, man, feels like I got hit by a truck today. Yeah, what <laughs> happened? Because, like, everybody just thinks he sucked. No, 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 no. Well, no, he – oh, I don't know. I don't well, know like everybody that – like on Friday, okay, he yeah. has that accident. But everybody on Saturday that doesn't know he has an accident on Friday just thinks, like, oh, yeah, RV's washed up. So, like, what happened? Yeah, so oh, were so you riding just, next to him? And yeah, I was, I was riding back. Uh, I just got done with my run, and we were riding back. And then I look over, and he hits that 3-4 that Haney was doing. Yeah. And comes up about like two foot short, dude. Mm-hmm. Just, just. But I mean, Smack. he doesn't crash, but he cased it pretty hard. Uh, you know, I think. And you were he, looking at him with your GoPro. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I mean, he hit it pretty hard. I mean, he was done after that. Uh, I think for the rest of the night. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah I, I don't mean, think I saw sore. him. You I think know, I only I mean, saw him do like one or two runs on Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he was trying that quad and came up short. He did it a few times. I think the first time he went long. Mm. And then, uh, and then, yeah, that time he he came up, he came up short. Mm-hmm. Okay, you being this guy that got to ride a two-stroke and ride a four-stroke and all that, and we see all these goofballs that are like, oh yeah, one's safer than the other. Can you tell that it maybe is a little bit safer for you to ride a two-stroke or not because you're not going so fast? Or is it hard to say? Um, it's a little bit hard to say, man, because those things. When they hit, sketchy. Like whenever they hit, they hit, and then whenever they bog, they freaking bog, dude. It's like bull. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you need to you need to have it jetted right and everything like that. It's sort of hard to say. I mean, you know, four fifty, you're. Oh. Well, four fifty, you're you know you're. Uh, you're going so fast, you know, like you have these big rhythms, and you can pretty much jump anything from mm-hmm. like two feet away. Two feet away. On a two-stroke, you can't do that. So, I mean, it's it's sort of – got to, like, weigh it out. I mean, you have, like, a two-stroke right here that can blow up at any moment and bog, <laughs> or you have, like, a 450 that's just, like, super fast and sketchy, and you can just jump the thing to the moon. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. I mean, it's just – it's the same. Mm-hmm. Same, same. Would you uh, – if somebody gave you a bunch of money, would you race your two-stroke at Monster Cup or no? <laughs> um, at Monster Cup, Probably. Really? Yes, at Monster Cup, probably if I had nothing going on, I would probably do it. Mm-hmm. In the season, no, no, no. I still have goals that I, w- I I have set for myself. Like someone asked me the other day, bro, you should ride a two-stroke in Supercross. That would be so sick. I'm like, yeah, but I would do I would do that if like, all right, you know, like it's time to be done, get a real job, or whatever. And if I want to go do some Supercrosses, all right, let's get a two-stroke and mm-hmm. make you know like a story out of it or do something. Be cool. Ronnie Ford. Yeah. Yeah, not. I mean, <laughs> is Ronnie Ford that old guy that's mm-hmm. sketchy? No. I mean, yeah, Sorry, be, be do something like that, you know, like what Ronnie Ford did. But right now, no. 
I wouldn't I wouldn't do it right now. I got I got too many goals that I have set for myself that I haven't achieved yet. Let me ask you this. The last like two years you've really become like A Ray mm. and you're the guy now, like you're a personality. <laughs> Does that make going through all of this stuff even easier? Because it seems like people are paying attention to you, so you're like, Oh, I have a reason to do this job is because I I'm like getting yeah. a claim and it makes it more fun to do instead of just floundering around in the back being like I hope somebody's watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's you know, I mean even I mean it's just part of being like the underdog you know i mean you still have people who like mainly just watch privateers you know mm-hmm. they're like oh man we like we like watching the privateers and stuff like that but um i don't want to be a privateer man i want to i want to do good and i want to you know i want to be the best alex i can be on the track so i mean any any way possible i can get better and you know put my name out there and do anything i can i'll i'll do it if that means riding a two-stroke down a straight line freaking let's hold it wide open dude mm. you know Hey, do you think that uh, well, the 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 advent of four strokes has prolonged like the riding careers of many people? Mm-hmm. Do you think you would st- if you had to only ride the RM250 like you had to a two-stroke world championship? Would you still ride as much as you do, or not? I think I'd be hurt a lot more, probably. Mm-hmm. I'd probably be slamming the mat a lot more, swapping out and stuff. But yeah. but think about it. Dahmer probably wouldn't even ride right now. Because they don't make 500s anymore, right? We could ask could, him. Could Dahmer, Dahmer, could you get her on the track on a 252 stroke? Lucky no, that's a lie. That's they a have, lie. They have like because a, he broke himself off when he was my teammate at Dan Vitter that year, and then I had to go Ironman everything. That yeah. That wasn't. <laughs> was that the year that you got cleaned out by a chick? No, that happens at our racers. That doesn't happen oh. at Dan Vitter. And I cleaned her out. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah, you did, yeah. huh? <laughs> he cleaned her out. She got a concussion. That was. That was a girl from Thor, right? That's yeah, the, yeah. 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 Oh. yeah. No good. Sorry. Well, hey, on that note, let's wrap this up. Okay. It's been a good uh, good uh, chat about the straight rhythm. Mm-hmm. Hope to see it back next year. Yep. And, uh, hey, Ray, next Sunday we're racing at Milestone Swap Motor Race Series. And that'll be a perfect prepper for Monster Cup. Yeah. Hey, come out. Mm-hmm. Get some gay drops. Okay. All right. Well, it's we'll a, run the it's track backwards one moto, start, too. Bro. Huh? I'll bring my grate. And just put it on top of the concrete. Okay. Yeah. And then one moto will make you go another way, and then the next moto will make you start backwards and all, all that right, stuff, yeah. just well, like we'll Monster Cup. Yeah. yeah. I may be there. I may show up. Right. We'll see. Nice. Well, you guys, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. In 2013, 6D Helmets forever changed the way we think about motorcycle safety helmets. With its patented omnidirectional suspension system to help absorb rotational impacts, The original ATR1 helmet swept through the industry and was received with open arms by riders and racers alike. The new 6D ATR2 and ATR2U are even better than the original and carry a limited three-year warranty and a unique technology that allows the helmet to be rebuilt after most crashes. Visit 6dhelmets.com for more info.